0: Hi, this is Teacher Tales, Podcast 39. I am Paul Carr. Uh, This is about Peace Corps, Samoa, and a character called Uncle Mikey. So Uncle Mikey and the Fame Wing Bean. Many comments at the end of this puppy. All right, here we go. Michael was 26, tall, and well-muscled. Born and raised in Richmond, Virginia, he willingly or unwittingly subscribed to the polite mannerisms of the Grand Old South. Plus, his Southern accent endeared him to nearly every volunteer in Peace Corps Teachers Group 27. However, one thing he possessed and didn't care to became known as the turmoil factor. Uncle Mikey, as the other group members affectionately referred to him, showed himself to be bright, energetic, and positive. His long-range goal was to become a doctor. Consequently, there were a few things he needed to prove to himself, and at the core of his needs was the desire to have a true Peace Corps existence. Now, a true Peace Corps existence... So maintained its advocates entailed roughing it as opposed to taking a posting like I had in some electrified city with access to hot water, porcelain toilets and recognizable foods that were even cooked. Roughing it meant casting off all semblances of Western society and going hog wild native. Uncle Mikey's hardcore roughing option planted him firmly on the Polynesian island of Savai, the very heart and soul of Polynesia, many would declare. Accordingly, he was shipped to the last village just before the edge of the end of the known world. There, he was placed under the gentle tutelage of the local chieftain, who just also happened to be Mikey's headmaster at the school he taught in. So, Mikey's new world was finite, limiting, and very, very small. Throw in the fact that Mikey didn't have the kind of female contact he desired for many moons, and things began to boil. Reduced to its simplest, Mikey got ornery. Then it didn't take too long for, ta-da, the turmoil factor to rear its ugly head. Usually, it would manifest itself quite clearly. Wherever Mikey was, things would screw up, plans would go awry, simple things became complex, and the unifying element in all this was Uncle Mikey. Now, this is where the much-famed Wing bean entered the scene. It is necessary to first explain that in Mikey's Peace Corps training group, he had been exposed to basic gardening. The idea was to grow a thriving garden and set a positive example of industry for the host village. Mikey tried to introduce the new United Nations, much praised, winged bean. This was a delicious, nutritious green bean which could grow in sand, shade, and sun basically anywhere. It couldn't easily be underwatered or overwatered. It was idiot proof. And it sat in the good graces of the all powerful grant giving United Nations Agriculture Committee. So Mikey put in a request for some of these magic seeds. And lo and behold, not too many low tides later, he received a package of seeds. Uncle Mikey liked it. Now, in order to save his sanity, he focused his entire being into a garden of mammoth proportions. Every day after teaching, he spent hours toiling over his fertile soil. And good little gardener that he was, he ringed his garden with bright yellow marigolds. Training had taught him that this kept away a wide variety of evil garden insects and had a stunning aesthetic effect. Hopeful, Hopefully, villagers would be so awed and impressed, they'd follow his good example, and flowers would blossom, beans would grow, and productivity would increase throughout the isles. Apparently, some of the village children did notice. In this very same village, there resided a mangy, scraggly old hag of a horse. Bones, sores, and hair held it together. It was the youngest child's job to tether the horse each day after it finished hauling in bags of copra from the island's interior. On one particular day, the child became so intoxicated with Mikey's flowers, he staked the horse's long coconut hemp tether at the edge of Uncle Mikey's garden. In the morning, the sleepy village of Fanga awoke to a piercing, piercing shriek, which may or may not have been a welcome change from the usual pig grunts or rooster crowings. It appeared that the village's one and only Peace Corps volunteer had gone completely berserk. He was seen running amok in the village, kicking a poor old horse in the posterior region. As the horse fled... Mikey spewed forth a Samoan vocabulary that both impressed and shocked his chief. Next, Uncle Mikey was seen pursuing a small child. The child, who had so far survived to the age of six, rapidly decided that he also wanted to live to the ripe age of seven. So the child ran. He also screamed. The villagers poured from their huts, gawking, guffawing, and chuckling until their sides hurt. They all knew the Samoan adage, it is much better to see a spectacle than it is to hear about one later. Eventually the horse ran off and the child found refuge in the anonymity of a swelling crowd. Uncle Mikey sat in the complete ruins of his totally destroyed and eaten garden. The horse had consumed everything, peppers, tomatoes, wing beans, and even his marigolds. It was reported, Mikey said, when I got up in the morning, I saw that there damn horse in the middle of my garden chewing, defecating, and a burping. It was a burping that got me really fired up. After that, the villagers gave him a little more space. The child received a public tongue lashing, and there was much chiding to the effect that that horse looked better than it had in a long time. Uncle Mikey is now a proctologist in Richmond, Virginia. So, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Oh, my God. Uncle Mikey, oh, he could screw up a wet dream. Um, Oh, God, so many tales of that guy. <laughs> he came. All right, so he was on this really isolated island, uh, Savai. and... Uh, <laughs> yeah it was an ordeal in those days for us to vi- visit each other and you 'd have to take the rickety bus to the to this to some little tiny port you 'd have to take the this rickety boat that would chug across the apolima Strait and then you 'd go to another island you 'd have to do the same so so anyway um, peace corps we had a we had a deal if somebody from one island came to another island. Who the visitor had to feed everybody, so they had to bring food with them. Um, and the reason we did this was because you didn't know who was coming, and we were Peace Corps volunteers. You know, we didn't make any money, so oftentimes we didn't have a shitload of food. Plus, plus, it made the the guest whom we were always happy to see because we didn't see a lot of other people in the Peace Corps too often. Um, it it made the the guest kind of the the center of attention, and and uh, and they could show us what they learned to cook. Or in his case, burn. Um, so one time, Mikey came and he wasn't happy, and he just sat in a in a in the corner and was just miserable. And uh, he always had this bright orange bag, and we always and he'd pour all his stuff out, and we'd always say, "Mike, how the hell can you put forty pounds of stuff in a ten pound bag?" Anyway, uh, he was really miserable one time, and uh, so he finally went to the Peace Corps doctor and they, they t- determined that he had a tapeworm you know that's why he was losing weight so <laughs> one time i i went to his village and he's got this damn tapeworm in a jar <laughs> that he saved Oh, it says Mikey's Tapeworm, you know. Oh my god. I bet he's got that sucker still. It's probably in an alcohol somewhere sitting sitting in his doctor's office. Oh, he used to mess things up so much. Oh my god. But we loved him dearly, smart guy. And um, I have to say, I have to admit, there's one part of the story that's not true, but I just really get a kick out of saying it. I wish. I wish that he was a proctologist, but he's not. In all truth, he is an optometrist. Although, as a couple of my friends said, I think I'd rather have him looking at my ass than my eyes. But uh, anyway, there will be other Uncle Mikey stories. And uh, believe it or not, he uh he's posted this story in his office. I love it. So he uh he currently lives in North Carolina where he's doctoring. And uh good friend, good friend. I love him to pieces. And he uh he comes out here to California Monterey about every other year to the Monterey Jazz Festival cuz he knows all there is to need to know about music and he's he's just a genius in that regard. So anyway, there it is, Uncle Mikey and the Winged Bean. So I hope you liked it. Adios.